0: Hi, everybody. I'm Jimmy Hewis here. Welcome to the Public Safety Fuel. And I ho- and I haven't been on the podcast for a long time. And I know those of you who miss me a lot, and uh, it's great to be back here on your podcast. And I hope you and your family have a wonderful holiday season to celebrate on Skimming. Those of you who celebrate Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, uh, Christmas, New Year's, and so on. And you know, uh, time ain't go by too fast too soon and uh, as we approach, uh, we're entering into 2020 right now in this month of January and I hope your your kids and uh, having a lot of fun, having a good time to enjoy on Christmas vacation break away from school, uh, to be home with their family and friends right here in the city in Quincy and and I know that those of you have a lot of fun and uh, a lot of adventure happening in uh, during this holiday season, and uh, and I'm glad you guys have a lot of fun, and I hope that Santa gave you a bunch of gifts, toys, books, puzzle, um, clothes, everything, etc., you name it, so I hope you guys have a lot of fun and having a good time on this spirit of a holiday season, and um, and I wanted to take in a minute's opportunity to um, that. Uh, I haven't been on the podcast for a long time, and, um, and we, we it, it has been busy a lot of the time in the years, you know, election, Thanksgiving, Christmas parade, Christmas tree lighting, and so on. You know, it's, it's been busy, a, busy a lot. And, uh, you know me so well. So, uh we're glad to be back here on this show, on the podcast. So we got a lot of things to talk about. And, and I know that, I know this is day we're going to talk about uh, in this conversation, and, uh, those of you, uh, went to Thanksgiving game, football game at the Venom Memorial Stadium, and I know I haven't been there for a while, and I've been resting a lot of things, you know, uh, taking care of my daughter, Juliana, you know, uh, you know, family thing, you know, being a, it's fun being a parent, if you know what I mean, so I want to give it a shout out to, uh, congratulations to the Quincy High School won their, uh, Thanksgiving football game, and, uh, and I know they played really, very successful at the Venom Memorial Stadium on this giving morning and I know that um and it it was a lot of fun and a lot of good time and I and I know I haven't been there for a while so we got a lot of work to do and this time in the year so uh, it's a very very success. So I wanna congratulate to uh uh the Courtney High School football team. They played really, very successfully and I know it is uh very, very exciting is um very very great opportunity to become a edge uh twenty nineteen uh championship on this gaming game and at the Venom memorial team it was a very good turnout so far it's so good so I want to congratulate you on that as well Yeah, uh, a couple of things I wanted to um uh to talk about what's happening around the world uh those of you who saw on the news about what happened in uh on uh, the, uh, the the attack at the US embassy in Iraq and also uh assassination of uh on the the Iranian um top military commander uh on last uh about last uh last week ago on uh, on Durs- on, Durs- on January 2nd a day right after New Year's Day and uh, I have been brief uh with my team and in- right here in my office and uh during closed door meeting, we've been re- receiving number uh, uh, incidents that take place in Iraq and in the Middle East uh as you know that the United States military is still remain on high alert uh even here home uh to all first responder and law enforcement will be remain on high alert uh right here at home, including here in Quincy as well. Uh, I have given a direct order to uh to Quincy police department Quincy Fire Department and the person EMS should be remain on high alert status, uh, to remain uh remain monitored and remain vigilant as well if there is any change if necessary in real time and uh, and uh we wanna we wanna keep our city safe and we wanna protect uh every facility, government departments, um school, playing around parts, um, DCR facility, at the walls and beach every day. So on as well, including MBTA station. Um, we want to make sure that uh folks know why we have to declare a high alert status here in Quincy. Um, the reason why there is a potential threat level are uh, taking place in the Middle East in the region. Uh, I know that number of folks are are concerned. Uh, when they saw the news coverage on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, CNBC. Broom Ring uh, News, um, uh, ABC, CBS, NBC, um, uh, even our local channel like Channel 7, uh, 7 News, uh, uh, Boston 25, uh, WBC, even the WBC 1030 as well, Uh, they have a lot of breaking news happening in the Middle East of the region over the last week and uh, I have been brief about it in the situation on that. Uh, we will continue monitoring that very closely and uh, uh, we want to make sure that the public safety are in place and we want to make sure that folks are not to worry about. Uh, there is no uh, potential threat level at this time, but uh, there will be subject to change and uh, uh, for the next 24, 48 hours from now, uh, we will continue monitoring very closely uh, with our friends and our partner. Uh the Massachusetts State Police and the Boston Police Department, uh they have their own counterterrorism unit, uh will be overseas to see if there is any intelligence, uh any any gathering information, uh will be restricted information, Um, and also will coordination with uh the United States Department of Homeland Security, um and the FBI and also uh the CIA as well uh everybody uh that played a role in on the public safety so um uh, we will continue uh keeping close monitoring if there are any potential threat level uh might be changed overnight for the next few days or so. Uh right now there is no potential threat or credible threat here in Quincy. So um we wanna make sure that folks do go out on your normal business as usual, going to school, going to volunteering, going shopping, going in the mall, um uh, anything like that in particular so uh, we want to make sure folks are not to panic and not to worry about uh, we will have a patrol car on the uh, from the Quincy Police Department or State Police or uh, Massachusetts State Police or any law enforcement agency and all across the region and here in Massachusetts so they will be remain on high alert and will be continuing doing their regular street patrol as well uh, we want to make sure that folks are uh, not to not to panic uh, not to worry about all those stuff and uh, in, in a situation like that. Uh, I am aware of it and I'm sure the, mayor, the mayor's office is aware of it. Ali Salmon on the Emergency Management is aware of it. Police Chief Paul Keenan is aware of it. Fire Chief uh, at the Quincy, Police, uh, Quincy Fire Department is aware of it. Mrs. Dracchio, uh the Director of Safety and Security and Transportation at the Quincy Public School, they are aware of that. So we're all aware of that. We're all on the same page. So, we will continue to monitor any situation what's happening and around the world and around the region as well, so we will continue now uh close monitor uh if there's any changes uh we will keep you we'll keep you posted as warrant um uh, as well so uh in the meantime, we want everybody uh go on your regular life and enjoy the day and it's beautiful weather uh especially sunshine cold weather temperature um, you know it's a winter season you know what i mean so uh... we want to make sure that folks not to worry about too much on that on that part going on your regular activity as usual so and uh, we'll, we will update you if there are any changes that, as well uh... i want to take a minute of opportunity to inauguration day of in morning that take place here at the city hall Um we have a lot of good time at uh... The, at, the, at the city hall and also Boston Marion hotel uh, Boston Marriott, Quincy Hotel uh, for the inaugural uh, reception as well. Uh, it was good food, great time, meeting a lot of people there, and I want to congratulate uh, City Council President uh, Nia Lien, uh, Council at Large, and also the Vice Chair, uh, Chairman of the School Committee, Anthony Andrew on Toronto. I don't know how to pronounce his last name if I have to. Uh, He's a school committee member, and I also want to congratulate the Ward 5 City Council, Charles Phelan, and also uh, a new member of the school committee, uh, former principal of uh, Quincy High School, Frank Santorum, and uh, everything has changed this year uh, in the transition from a 2019 mayor race, and uh, I want to congratulate all of them, and they worked very hard on their campaign season, Uh, everything is running very successfully. And uh, in this election, so every vote does count. with fair and balanced, and with full transparency, what's best for for our city, uh, what's best for for our community. So, uh, we're moving forward, and uh, and I also congratulations to the mayor Cole who won the election. Uh, fair and balanced. and you know he took over the office. Uh, to Swan it this is his sixth annual. Um, annual inaugural address uh, at the City Council Chamber and uh, we're very excited to have Mayor Cole to, to be elected for the next four years until 2023 election season so uh, he has a long way to go and I think he will make this city prouder at prosperity and I think we're moving forward as well so uh, everything has changed a lot so uh, I think that uh, Mayor Cole is going to continue to serve uh, a lot of things are happening in the city, so uh, it's very, very exciting and a very great opportunity. And I think that we we wanted to, we wanted to elect a, a miracle for the next four years. And I think that the majority of a folder here in Quincy has uh, have an opportunity to elect a miracle for the next four years. Uh, I don't care if you're a Republican or a Democrat or a liberal or conservative. Uh, doesn't matter who you are and what you want to do, what's best for Rural uh, city, and I think we're moving forward as well. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about right now on this podcast, and, uh, it's, uh, National, uh, Law Enforcement uh, Appreciation Day. is uh, it's about giving back and honoring those men and women of the law enforcement at the Quincy Police Department, uh, those of them, uh, who have been served for, uh, uh, receive a number of PIN, they receive 5 years, 10 years, 15, 20 years, 25 years, or more. Uh, those of you who are a true public servant and dedication to the uh, to the people of Quincy, to the people of Massachusetts, and to the American people on the front line every day to keep us, our, keep a city safer and keeping our streets safer, keeping our schools safer, and keeping our kids safe as well. And... Uh, we're very glad to have these men and women in you put on their uniform putting on their badge every day uh to serve on the front line in the way, and that's their job and that's their duty to protect and serve right here at this home um and This is a great opportunity for those of the, those of the people uh have been working very hard tirelessly uh and i I cannot be prouder as your commander in chief as a the public safety officer. And we're very glad that these people are working very hard, tirelessly, and uh, we're very, very grateful to have them on, on the job. And they've been working very hard, and uh, we're very glad to have them in this time of the year. Uh, we will continue to serve, and we continue to work with every citizen of Quincy and right here at home. Uh, Whatever there is an emergency situation, whether it's fire, whether it's a medical, whether it's a police activity, and something happening in this city, so we will respond rapidly in real time uh... to save lives and also helping each other as well uh... i wanted to update you all about the uh... uh... on the missing person those of you who are uh... anxious about what's happening in this and uh, uh... over the news cycle uh... i want to start with the Sandro Crespo i want to talk to you about Sandro Crespo uh... this case um Sandra has been reported missing since August seventh. Uh as I said it on, on the podcast, we we have not yet uh heard anything else uh from uh, our friends and our partner from the Massachusetts State Police are taking over that case on the investigation, trying to figure out what happened to Sandra. Uh there are there are a million questions to have to be answered to try to figure out what really happened to Sandra. Uh how does that happen? Nobody knows what happened. Nobody uh nobody uh has any additional information about on the whereabout on Santo Crespo. Nobody knows what happened to her. Um as I posted on the social media on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, we're asking in a public if you have any additional information and you know what to do in this situation, please contact um the State Police. When I ask everybody on the social media, we ask everybody if you have any information about on the whereabouts on the Santiago Crespo disappearance, please contact the state police directly. So, uh, it will be very helpful on uh, uh, for a detective who are handling that case on the investigation. Uh, we will we will continue monitor very closely uh, on what's going on on the Santiago Crespo's case. Um, it, it may take a while. I know it's been it's been a long time. Uh, since August seventh uh, um disappearance. Uh right before uh Miracle hosts uh, annual community cookout. Um I did not get a notification about it until until a couple of weeks later um uh, we received on uh, the missing person alert about Sandra crestwell Um uh, I know that the crestwell family are deeply concerned about what happened to Sandra uh she didn't come home or anything else uh that's oh, there is no specific uh could be uh possible foul play uh we don't know yet so uh, i'm not ruling out possible alzheimer we're not ruling out possible dementia we're not ruling out any of those so we can not rule out anything yet so we have to we have to figure out what happened to sandra there are a million questions that has to be answered, so we're asking the public to come forward uh through the right thing uh, uh if you cannot talk to the police uh you can contact to um uh, somebody that you know uh, like uh somebody like you have a friend who is a police officer uh somebody that you know someone you can talk to any police officer that who knows you uh somebody that you can trust so uh you, you can't if somebody said I can't call the police or uh or something like that particular in the situation when you saw on the news like uh about uh about Sancho Crespo, uh somebody has to come forward. So you have to do the right thing. Uh you can call in or you can talk to what, any anyone who who knows you, um uh any any police officer in your uniform or somebody that you can trust or something like that. Um, you know, I I hear a lot of people uh don't recognize Santo Crespo. Nobody knows Santo Crespo is, so nobody knows. Um, I I I think it's a better if you see on the news again. Uh, we will post the social media again. Uh, sometime maybe next week or so. Uh, when it's appropriate, we will do that. Uh, we will we will try to repost it again. Uh, to get the word out to. If anyone has any additional information on whereabouts of Santa Crespo, uh, we urge everybody to to contact the Massachusetts State Police, and uh, uh, they're always here for you. So it, I, I encourage you to talk to them. It's the best way. That's my advice to you. So uh, if anyone has the information on the whereabouts on the Sandra Crespo disappearance, anyone who can recognize it, if you if you're a tourist. Uh, coming to Hanson or visiting to Hanson or living in Hanson if you are a resident if you are living there in Hanson or if you are a tourist or anybody anybody I don't care who you are uh, if you recognize a picture of Sandra if you're a tourist you took a picture or something like that and uh, somebody said oh wait a minute I may recognize Sandra or if somebody's uh, somebody in the businesses like restaurant bank, school Anywhere, any any particular anything, anyone has surveillance camera in the businesses. Somebody might be spotted. It will say between. We ask the public to say, look at the dates of uh, where Sandra disappeared. And she disappeared on August 7th So we encourage uh, we encourage everyone, if you have surveillance camera in your house or in the businesses, look for a date of between August August first through August thirty first of 2019. So. So we're asking everybody, if you have a surveillance camera in your home or in your businesses, help us. If you recognize that picture of Sandra, if you want to double-check the surveillance camera, so please, make sure you double-check the surveillance camera on the following date, between August 1st through August 31st. That's all we're asking, so we're asking everybody to do the right thing. If you recognize that picture, if you recognize that video, or anything else, send us a video if you send it to the Massachusetts State Police directly so we will we will we will further analyze on the surveillance camera if we if we capture a positive, possible ID of uh, Sandra Cresswell might be in the area so we don't know where she is so we will know so we're asking the public to do the right thing send it a picture or video to the Massachusetts State Police and it's a very very important so uh, it will be very helpful on this investigation. So, I have full confidence on the detective while working very hard. So, uh, we're not blaming on them. We're not blaming the Hanson Police Department. We're not blaming the Plymouth County Sheriff's Department or Massachusetts State Police. We're not blaming on them. We're not doing their job. So, we're, 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 we're working on it. Um, they're working on it. So, you have to give them some time. And we will get the information there. So let them do their job. Let them do the work. And we will update you if we if we have new information comes in. So uh, just be patient. Just wait. And, uh, and I know that a lot of people are anxious and anxiety. Uh, worry about Sandra a lot. And I know a lot of family are going through this difficult time. And we're going to pray for Sandra to come home. And we're gonna do everything we can. We're gonna let the law enforcement do their job. So we'll go from there. So uh, we will update you, and I promise you, uh, we'll update we'll update you if we have new information comes in from our friends and our partner in the law enforcement community. So we're gonna we're gonna trust them on that. Let them do their job, and we will update you. And we promise you, we will bring such requests home, whatever we can. All right. A um, couple things that I wanted to. A couple of things I wanted to announce that uh, um, we nominate. Uh, I nominate um, uh, Mike Griffin will be serving as a public safety ambassador in my team. Uh, Mike has uh, been here uh, Quincy for a long time, and I know Mike for many many years. Um, from a Quincy recreation to uh, the military uh actually coast guard actually. Um he's a true patriot, he's a true American hero. Uh he joined the Quincy Fire Department in the family and following footstep from her uh, from his dad. Uh as you know, um Paul Griffin, uh deputy chief. Um he served uh Quincy Fire Department for many, many years and I know Paul very well. Great guy, great man and I think this is a great opportunity so paul- uh mike Griffin is a very smart guy he's a true true talent uh key player you know um uh mike is a uh, very very smart he knows how to handle in this situation when it comes to uh medical emergency where it's uh fire activity whether it's a uh, police activity uh he responded rapidly in uh, uh day in day out night in night out he's always there he always responded with his whatever it takes to respond. Uh he did a great job. He is a true patriot. So I got to tell you folks uh Mike is a is a fast learner and he's very, very smart. is uh true professional uh you know what can, what can I say about Mike, you know what I mean? Uh I know Mike lost his uh one of his fellow classmates um uh Jonathan Driscoll. Uh many of you know him. Uh Jonathan was passed away uh unexpectedly at that early age um He served at the ladder two over the walls in the area uh He graduated North Whitney High School back in uh uh class of uh i think it was two thousand and four I believe i might I might be mistaken and I don't know uh i I had to cross reference it as well uh Jonathan is a great guy he's a great friend of mine. And we know each other. I haven't seen Jonathan war uh for many, many years. I haven't talked to him for for a long time and I I may recognize him, I may remember him, but uh he's a he's a true classic guy and he's served of the military as well and uh and uh I very appreciate his public servant, uh the dedication to the people of Quincy and um and uh I think that uh I think Mike is uh Wanted to honor that John's uh, legacy, and I think uh, that I chose Mike to be serving as a public safety ambassador uh, in order to help any firefighters, any 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 police officer, uh, or any first responder, and a family member, and a family member. So, um, and we want to help a family going through this process if there was something terrible tragedy or something like that in the in the Quincy fire department um and i think that mike is going to be great asset to to handle on uh, the firefighters family uh which is a major priority and uh, and i think that uh uh mike is going to be great uh, great qualification is his experience he will be serving as a public safety ambassador to uh, to lead a coalition to help firefighters and family uh whatever whatever resources. I see it look like for example um the set of a fund uh to support the firefighters and family, whatever is like a financial obligation, college tuition for the kids, um and the mortgage, uh everything, all kinda of stuff. So uh that's a that's a thing that I wanted to get my opportunity to lead a coalition for uh public safety ambassador so I think this is gonna be a great opportunity to help the firefighters and family at the Quincy Fire Department, uh, whatever whatever support they need, like for example medical bill, for uh um payment and mortgage, uh college tuition, all kind of stuff, any any financial uh assistance as needed. So uh, I think that will be a great opportunity. To have Mike Mike Griffin will be serving in this in this position in my team, so uh we cannot endure too many tragedy, uh too many lost firefighters in the line of duty. Uh, we will be happy to help whatever whatever we can, to, to get the get the, get their life back on its feet and uh, moving forward, and uh, keep a legacy alive. So, and I think that Mike is going to be a great asset. Uh, to be in my position. I hope that this is a great opportunity. So and I hope that it it will be such a great opportunity. Uh the other thing and I wanna to talk to you about that um on the public safety view uh right here on this podcast and um <clears throat> and I know that uh, we seen we seen too many tragedy what happening um the um What's happening and the officer was killed in a line of duty, um, in a wayman, and I remember that. And um, officer Chesna, we honor him, a special memory for him. And uh, we also honoring uh the fallen firefighter John Austin, and also we're honoring uh so many first responder, uh, that we will never be forgotten, and this time and uh, and I know that so many so many tragedy happening and a lifetime opportunity and I remember uh we have a funeral procession to honor um uh the Worcester firefighters. and and also we we have too many tragedy and um and we want to make sure that uh that w- we cannot let let that happen again and I know a lot of people folks uh talking about uh firefighters, police officer are a dangerous job in the position on the front line. I, I know I know that a lot of a lot of family members are going through this uh in difficult time in a position that uh we understand how they feel about it and I'm happy. Uh, I would be happy to talk to talk to you if if I have free time. So uh, I encourage people to Talk to anyone and if you if you're going through this whether it's in a marriage situation whether it's your uh relationship situation or parenting situation in your life and uh, on the balance you know what I mean when i say the word balance uh, i would be happy to to have an opportunity to to sit down in close door meeting we'll uh we'll, we'll keep your information confidential uh, as you know, I'm not a mental health professional, um, but there is somebody that who can handle uh, the mental health professional, like counseling or therapy, uh, um, and that you can talk to. Somebody that you can go and do this on your personal life, whether you're serving in a first responder, whether you're serving in the military, uh, there there is somebody to help you out uh, going through this in the turmoil. I know what happened in Falmouth. Uh, there was a shooting in Falmouth last time, and uh, we lost um um the Yamen uh police officer. I uh Yamen uh Yaman, uh not Falmouth. I'm sorry. Uh, I did Yamen uh police department. I know that Yamen police department. A lot of officer are going through this difficult time, and in the shooting, uh, and. It's a lot of emotional for them, and I know that. Uh, officer Gannett was killed in a line of duty, and I know that. Uh, I know that a lot of officers are going through this uh, in difficult time and emotional. So, and I think that <clears throat> any officer wants to retire early, that's their decision. Uh, uh, I know that some a lot of first responder can retire at age 65, which is a police department. Uh, um, a lot of police officers have to be mandatory uh, at the age of sixty-five, but I think that it is a good idea that a lot of folks want to retire early, uh, want to, to start a new life instead of being a police officer. And I get that a lot, and I I understand a lot of folks are has misfeeling. And, um, and a lot of a lot of emotional and um, sometimes you have to respect the decision what the officer wants to do his or her life and and want to go back to being in a uh, in civilian life instead of being a police officer instead of being a first responder and we will respect your decision we will support your decision we will honor your decision, and, and I know that a lot of officer, a lot of firefighter have to make a decision, tough choices, in a balance, what's at stake, uh, if you know what I mean, um, and I know this is a lot of awkward position, you know, um, and I hear a lot of story, um. Uh when it's come to the shooting incident that takes place in Yemen, Wayman, elsewhere across the country, uh I know how you feel about it. I know that a lot of emotional anxiety um, anything in this situation, so at sometime uh at some time we have a resources that is available for for the first responder they can go to the counseling they can go to the therapy um, uh... anything so um uh, we want to help every officer and family or uh, whatever help they need um, And sometimes when you're serving a first responder it is a difficult job and i know it is a dangerous job and i know how you feel about it so um uh, I encourage them to talk to your superior, um, uh, talk to your superior, like sergeant or lieutenant or the captain or the chief or anything or anyone at your police department, or sheriff's department, or state police department, or transit police department, or anywhere else. Um, you, they will be happy to sit down, listen to your concern, listen to your feeling, your emotional. To see if you are able to come back to work uh you can get a fitness duty from your doctor to going into on your physical and to see how you feel and um, it is emotional a lot and i i, I can tell a lot of story uh, when I saw on the news on channel seven and i I hear a lot of people uh going through this turmoil. Whether it's the fires, whether it's uh, the shooting, whether it's the high-speed chase, whether it's uh, on foot for pursuit or anything like that, um, we hear a lot of people are emotional uh, in difficult times. So uh, we will continue to support them. We will support every, our brother or sister of the law enforcement and the fire, uh, firefighters uh, in all across the country. So. We we care about them. It is our priority as well. Um finally I wanna take a minute opportunity to uh to talk to you about Joanne Huey and I know a lot of you are wondering about Joanna and you know uh I am grateful, uh proud to be a parent, proud to be a father. Uh Joanna right now is ten months old. Next week she will be turned uh, 11 months old, on the, which is on Tuesday, on the 14th, and uh, I am very, very excited, and I am grateful to have Juliana in my life, and uh, she was born on Valentine's Day at the Social Hospital, and and I'm very grateful to be serving as a parent, and I'm very glad that, that Juliana came in, in my life, and, and I do deeply care about and I want to thank each and every one of you on the social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you so much for all your blessings, all your prayers. And you guys are making me happier. Uh, you know, and I love being a uh, public figure, being a legend, being popular. Every day, and you know, um, everything is a very, very exciting opportunity. And doing uh, it it came in my life and she's only uh, 10 months old. She's going to be turning 11 months next week on Tuesday. And it's also next month, it will be Valentine's Day on February 14. Um, we're very, very grateful to have Juliana came in our life. She will be turning 12 months equals one year old. So. Uh, I cannot believe it. It's, it's going by too fast, too soon. It's unbelievable. So this is a very, very exciting opportunity. And uh, and you know what? Quincy is very lucky to have Joanna in this community. So uh, we're very glad to be here with you and get to know her. And fascinating. So it's an opportunity. Uh, a couple of things. I want to give you an update on the Money Quinn. Those of you asking me about Money Quinn condition and lighting that Money Quinn is doing great and it's getting better and it's fighting epidemic on uh, on the cancer epidemic issue. Um those of you sending your thoughts a prayer to the Water family and to uh to one of our officer Officer Tara Water. Um and Tara has been going through this uh difficult time and uh back in uh back in last year Uh, When Quinn was not feeling well, getting sick, and uh, I didn't know what's going on on Quinn's condition, and uh, uh, we did not know what to do in this situation, and uh, we pitched in to help the community, like South Shore community and also uh, the police department came in to help each other out and uh, lending hand as well, so that's important. And that's important things that that uh uh the people are sending a donation, people shaving off their hair, uh to raise money, and I want to you, Lieutenant Mark Kennedy did a great job organizing that that charity and he did a great job last summer. Uh those of you <coughs> are working very hard tirelessly and those of you are Care about Quinn a lot and the community pitching in and uh, even a celebrity even a professional athlete uh everybody cares about Quinn a lot, and he will be become cancer free very soon uh we're gonna wait and see when the time comes and we're gonna keep you posted up to date uh, on on uh, the money Quinn Facebook page and you will hear from them very soon once we get a word out and he will be become cancer free very soon. But uh we don't know yet. We're gonna wait and see. We're gonna get a confirmation from um from a Boston Children Hospital and also a Data Barber uh Cancer Institute. So we're gonna wait and see when we get a good news or not. And we hopefully uh that Quinn will be have a normal life, uh normal kid to enjoy his ability to spend time with their mom and dad and the sister and uh, whatever it can so we care about Quinn he's family to us so we care about them as well so and we deeply care about money Quinn as well so I want to give it a shout out to Quinn uh, I want to send a message to uh, to money Quinn let him know that uh you're you are one one heck of fighter and you're very lucky to have mom and dad and your sister are uh, with you standing, standing with you by by uh on your side and you're very very you're brave and you're true truly um fu- and truly great a great person no matter how you how you deal with this and this epidemic so you got me and you got my family and you got everybody at the Quincy Police Department and the Quincy Fire Department and the Bruce Gamman and, and in the in the entire city are rooting for you right now, Quinn. You you you're getting better. Hang tight. So we're with you all the way one hundred percent. And um, we and I uh, I am full confident of you right now. So that's what well. All right. So uh, finally, I wanted to give you and give you the shout out to it. I want to give it a quick shout out uh, on this uh, on this podcast, and I want to wrap up before we go. Uh, there are a couple things that we have to make some changes that uh, uh, as well. There are a lot of changes happening in Quincy. There's a lot of changes uh, as in transition. Um, um, the uh, lieutenant Mitten is going to be retired. Sometime at the end of a uh, summer sometime at the end of the summer or somewhere at the uh at the end of a school year as well um Lieutenant Mitten is um uh been a true public servant and dedication to the people of Quincy. and he did a great job with the crime prevention and he did a great job keeping educating young people and the seniors out there in the community. He did a great job, so I'm very lucky to have Lieutenant Minton did a great job and uh he's a true patriot and outstanding public servant and I know uh Lieutenant Minton went through a difficult time uh that he lost his wife uh when she was diagnosed of cancer in the past and uh and uh we want to make sure that Lieutenant Minton did a great job uh representing to the people of Quincy and he he did a great job keeping the city safer um he did a great job, so I'm very very proud of him and I think that a lot of changes are happening in the clergy police department, so I don't know who will be taking taking over uh, lieutenant Mitten's spot yet so uh, Chief Keenan is working on it to so try to find out who will be a successor at that point so um uh, Lieutenant Miller did a great job, so he will be remain with us for a little while until his retirement sometime towards in June or towards at the end of the summer uh, and I think Lieutenant Miller did a great job, so uh, he, he, he's a true patriot, a true public servant and he did a great job, so I could not be prouder of what he has accomplished so far. Uh, a couple changes that... Um, Officer Mike Bellini, uh, may have you seen Mike Bellini everywhere uh, in the Quincy Square, and you see him uh, all, a few time in and out. Uh, he's an anti. He's he's he was assigned anti crime unit, and uh, he did a great job. So he's you see him on foot everywhere where he goes, and all over the city in Quincy. He's tried to stay in shape. Uh, I cannot, well, I cannot express myself how. How he handled it in this situation, so um, he did a great job. He's a true patriot. So I want to thank the Officer Mike Bellini and did a great job. And I know his retirement is coming up very soon, and uh, uh, he did a great job. I I cannot be proud of him, all his accomplishments and all his work that he has done, and um, and Mike is a very good friend of mine, and, uh, and I see him in the Quincy Square a few time. You see me everywhere I go, so uh he he is uh he's a true hero to me. So uh I wanna wish him uh all the best for his retirement and uh and I wish him all the best. So um I don't know who will be taking his spot yet, so I can't tell you that but I'm gonna leave it to uh Quincy Police Department is they gonna handle who will be a successor at that point. You will see somebody new. And you may rec you uh the business community have a chance opportunity opportunities get to know uh a new officer will be taking your taking Mike Bellini's spot at that point and you see him everywhere where he go. Um no matter what. So, uh that's what well. things change around here in Quincy. So transition is it's all about, you know. It's tough. You know, life is opportunity as well. Alright? Thanks everybody and have a great have a great day and thanks for tuning in on this podcast. I'll be back on the next podcast very soon. Thanks everybody.